Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Prisoners. Let's pray. Father God, thank you, Lord, for Psalm 91. I thank you for your protection and your peace and comfort in these uncertain times that we live in. And we thank you most of all for Jesus. We just thank you for his sacrifice and help us to just live strong for him. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, we will be talking about how we are in a spiritual war, and we have been taken prisoner by the enemy. Let's open our Bibles. I want to read two verses that describe the character of God. Psalm 105 says, For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Revelations 4.8 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. God is a good, just, and holy God, and he is high above everything else in the universe. But he is also creative, so one day he decided to create this entire universe. And I wish God had given me some of his artistic ability because I can barely draw stick figures. But seriously, think about the sun, the moon, the stars, the ocean, and the mountains. Our God created so many magnificent things. We went on a family vacation to Colorado last year, and we saw some really breathtaking views. The only time it wasn't really fun to be in Colorado was when we were driving up Pikes Peak, this really tall mountain, and it said that you should have a full tank of gas, and we only had a half tank. So I was nervous the whole time that we were going to run out of gas, but my dad didn't seem too concerned. We made it to the top, and it was so cool to look out and think about how the Lord made all that. 1 Timothy 4, 4-5 says, For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. So again, everything God created is good. Genesis 1, 26 says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So man was made in God's image. When God first made Adam, he was good because he was made in God's image and hadn't sinned yet. God meant for people to be good so that he could love them and keep them close to himself. And since everything that he created is good, many people wonder why there's so much evil in the world. Well, it all started when the enemy attacked Adam and Eve. You see, God gave Adam a very important command to follow. Genesis 2, 16-17 says, And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. But then a clever serpent, our enemy, came along and he played a trick on Eve. Genesis 3, 4 through 5 says, You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Well, folks, The serpent lied and said that they would not die if they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Adam and Eve did what the serpent wanted instead of what God wanted. 
and that ruined everything. The minute Adam and Eve disobeyed God, they sinned, and that's evil. That changed the very nature of who Adam and Eve were. Instead of having the image of God, they became evil at heart and wanted to do more evil than they wanted to do good. So now they couldn't be close to God anymore because sin took them prisoner and weighed them down. Proverbs 5.22 says, The evil deeds of a wicked man ensnare him. The cords of his sin hold him fast. Our sin ensnares us and traps us so that we can't be near God. Every one of us comes from Adam and Eve. So if Adam and Eve were sinners, that means all of us are too. Plus, we add our own sins to the problem. I don't know about you guys, but I mess up daily. I'm sure my brother Tyler could attest that I'm not always nice and sweet. Jeremiah 17.9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? Our hearts want to do more evil than good. We're born into sin. John 8.34 says, Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now, when we're prisoners to sin, we can't be near God, no matter how hard we try. Our sin keeps pulling us away from God. Everyone was made a prisoner and slave to sin because of what happened to Adam and Eve. The devil is the serpent who tricked them, and he is our enemy that we have to fight. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. The devil tricked Adam and Eve, and he wants to destroy each and every one of us. By ourselves, we can't beat him, but Jesus can, and if we fight with him, we can conquer him. John 8, 34-36 says, Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Jesus can set us free from sin so that we can be close to God as we were meant to be. That's because Jesus fought a mighty battle with the enemy and won. Sin makes us all die, but Jesus never sinned. Jesus came back to earth and died in our place so that he could get rid of all of our sin for us. Then, plot twist, he came back to life. That means we can come back to life too if we let Jesus take away our sin. If we ask Jesus to save us and free us from sin, we will be free indeed. But God wants those of us who are free to tell everyone else about him so they can be free too. That's how we fight the war. I know multiple people in my life that don't have Jesus in their heart. They don't have a personal relationship with him. And it almost makes me cry thinking about that. You see, God doesn't want anybody to perish. One of the most famous scriptures in the Bible is John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him and the amplified says clings to trusts and relies on him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. See, God wants us to spend eternity with him, but he gave us free will. He gives us a choice. See, Romans 10.9 says, If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You see, it's all about having Jesus in your heart, not your head. When I was in sixth grade is when I made the personal decision that 
Even though I went to church every Sunday and Wednesday, I went to Christian school, my parents were Christians, and I considered myself to be a pretty good person, I determined in the sixth grade that I needed to know Jesus in my heart. So that's when I prayed to the Lord and I asked Jesus to fill me. I asked him to forgive me of my sins. You know, I knew that that I needed him. And it just, it makes me sad to think that some people think that, that God's some far off being and, and he doesn't want a relationship with them or doesn't want anything to do with them. But you see, God created us for fellowship. Genesis talks about how he walked in the garden with Adam and Eve. He wants to know us on a personal level. He wants to know us intimately. Many people in America say they're Christians, but they just know about God. They don't know him personally. They may have all this knowledge about Jesus in their head, but they don't have him in their heart. It's all about having Jesus in your heart. And so you can ask Jesus to free you from your slavery to sin right now, and you can pray to receive him. Repeat after me. Father God, I repent when I have sinned. I know that I need a Savior, and his name is Jesus. Jesus, come into my heart. Thank you for washing me white as snow and helping me to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, you're a born-again Christian and welcome to the kingdom of God. You see, once we ask Jesus into our hearts, our sins are forgiven and we will be able to go to heaven someday. Until we get to heaven, though, sometimes we still sin because we have our sinful nature with us until we die. Be careful not to get trapped by sin, and when you do, admit it to Jesus right away, repent, so that he can take it away. In conclusion, we're at war, guys. The enemy wants to destroy us. But if you ask Jesus into your heart, either today or at some time in the past, you are are now born again. We will discuss in the coming podcast how to fight this spiritual war against Satan, but the main objective is to live for Jesus and obey him. If you do that, you'll already be fighting for Jesus. So get ready to fight. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 says, Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage. Be strong. Let's pray. Father God, I'm so thankful that I have a personal relationship with Jesus. I just know that without you, I would be nothing, Lord. But with you, I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I can do anything because all things are possible through you. So, Father, just help us to serve you wholeheartedly, to go out into the world and be a light for Jesus, and to not be ashamed of you, but to declare openly our faith and our salvation with others. In Jesus' name, amen. You can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.